feng shui, it means good health and good harvest. So good health is obviously we want to all be happy in our homes. And then good harvest goes back to a theme practice. And when farmers had land, they planted their food, they planted everything, and the harvest was where they got their wealth, whether they bartered it or fed themselves. So it's good health and good wealth, essentially. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. If you have found me, you are a seeker of spiritual growth. I honor your journey. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I have my guest, Patricia Lohan. Patricia is a feng shui expert and the author of The Happy Home. Patricia speaks about how she's coaching women to help them really live the life of their dreams, to support them, to get to their goals, to harmonize their business and their home, to attract abundance or anything they desire, creating a happier life and business, getting unstuck and coping with change and visioning. I love Patricia's down-to-earth practicality. I was always under the assumption that with feng shui, I had to change things in my house, sometimes structurally or sometimes furniture or above and beyond what was really necessary. Patricia allowed me to understand that all things are workable and we can work with what we have. Now, we only scratch the surface. Below in the show notes is all of Patricia's information. Please go check her out and enjoy the show. Have a beautiful day. Welcome, Patricia. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. I am so happy to have you here. And I love when we can connect from C to C. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Well, literally looking over at each other <laughs> across the ocean. This is the best part of be- about being a podcaster to connect with many, many different people in all different areas. So welcome. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, it's really great to be able to connect with you too. And to, I love the, the podcast name, like The Intuitive Woman. I'm all, all about it. Uh, thank you so much. So I always like to bring my listeners to connect with the guest. And to do that, to bring you back to your childhood and share a little bit, if you're brought up spiritual, religious, or both, and just get a little glimpse of who you were back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was born um, uh, an Irish Catholic, went to mass regularly. My parents were not like really devout, like, you know, uh, Catholics, but we really did kind of do our prayers and everything. And um, I really grew up really fascinated. I remember when we lived in the UK for a little bit when I was a kid, and I remember going to mass and um, being really fascinated by some of the stories, the Bible, and really interested in it. But I especially the wedding of Cana for some reason (laughs) and really loving it and and connecting from that space. But as I grew up, I I distanced myself from it. And so did my parents. We didn't really keep practicing as much once we finished school. And I found my own way back into spirituality um, through a different route. Now I really just think it's all connected, you know? So, um, 
that time as a kid, it was just that sense of like that time to connect with spirit, source, universe, God, whatever it was. So I'm, I feel like now I'm way more open-minded to all different cultures and, um, and backgrounds and faiths and beliefs and know that we all like really want the one thing, you know, that sense of connection and support from spirit, God, whatever. I love that, that that whole cohesiveness and connectedness Mm -hmm. is always what really brings us all back. And as I have spoken to many, many different guests, it really is that evolution, that evolution of how we were brought up and then how it evolves to who we are today. And so take us a little bit on that journey and the journey of the work that you do now. So what came prior to that or what what helped you mold who you are today and writing the books and creating a beautiful life with coaching and inspiring women and the feng shui and the the empowerment? Well, you know, that 15 year old version of me was into feng shui. Um, We moved house 22 times and um, one of the houses we moved into was supposed to be our forever home. And I got permission to uh, decorate it myself. And somehow whatever way I was guided intuitively, obviously, to find out about feng shui, I asked for books about it. So I feng shui'd my very own, that bedroom, my first ever bedroom of my own. So I was really called to that passion for that. And my soul knew what she wanted. <laughs> the rest of me didn't though. Took me a while to catch up with it, to be honest. Um, and that's where the journey goes kind of funny because my parents were entrepreneurs. And as entrepreneurs growing up, you know, education was the core thing for our children, especially like it was, I think that's a big thing for all parents. It's like they want your, the children to be educated. And when you get into education and then university, I really got into that like box of like, okay, now you, you, you know, with everyone was like, now next thing is you finish university, you go get a job, then you work in an office. And that's obviously the complete opposite of my life. I lived in a very unstructured uh, childhood where my parents really just worked on their own hours. They had the hospitality business. We alternative times for holidays. We kind of did everything the opposite of everyone. And I ended up kind of down this path of like, no, I think it will be a good idea for me not to be like them and be in a box and be in a cube and work in an office and follow accountancy and marketing. And it was like torture for me. So I really, I lasted two office jobs until I came back and my dad had come out of retirement because I don't think entrepreneurs ever can fully retire or kind of stop. Um, And he had just bought a new building and was going to open a bar and restaurant and off license. And I just said to him, can I help? So that's how I ended up back working, not in that very non-conventional business, but working with my family in entrepreneurship. And that I poured my heart into it. And I realized nearly seven years later into it that I was fulfilling my dad's dream because this was really his project and his dream project um, for him. And I wasn't fulfilling my passion or my, my soul's purpose. And that was a huge wake up call for me when I ended up standing kind of ashen in the office. Um, my mom talking about how happy my sister was in Australia just come back from visiting and her seeing me and be like, you need to leave. And I didn't really know where I was going to go or what I was going to do. And out of my mouth popped, going to India to become a yoga teacher. And my mom looked like I used to, I went to, went to one yoga week. So just like in, you know, putting this in context, I was not a yogi or into this as a major passion of mine once a week. And I was literally quitting everything and moving to India. Um, I thought I was going to India for a month. I was up there 
during that journey, I opened up all those intuitive gifts that I never knew that I had. And um, just, it was a magical journey of like healing, of connection, of the physical opened me up. I trained in yoga. I lived in ashrams. I traveled all around. But not only that, I just got all these amazing tools, modalities. I just basically was like a sponge as I moved around India doing Reiki and healing crystals and vast, all these modalities um, and sound healing. And that's how I ended up back in Ireland, opening up my own healing practice, working with clients, releasing trauma, anxiety, and stress. Um, and what happened at that time was so fascinating would come over to sound healing, would do whatever work needed to be done. Um, and they were getting powerful results and they were released powerful, amazing, amazing. It was just fabulous to, to witness and to support. What happened was I would start asking them about their house and their bedroom and their kitchen and their living room. And they would look at me like I had 10 heads, like, what are you talking about, Patricia? Wow. <laughs> There's something off, you know? And, and that's where this remembering of the feng shui came in and I started, they started quizzing, I started quizzing them about it and connecting with them. And then, um, uh, you know, when the students were ready, the teachers, I decided I was just had made enough money in my business to get myself my own apartment. And I'm like, I am feng shuiing this for love. I stepped it over the threshold of the, the, the house and the apartment. And I said, I'm not leaving here until I'm moving in with my husband. My flatmate laughed her head off at me. She said, you're nuts. And I'm like, I am going to get that. This is, this is my mission now. I've moved in here. I've had my spiritual path. I work awakening. I know what I love doing in my work. I'm passionate about my work. I'm, I'm, this is my next thing. And um, lo and behold, a few months later, I met my husband. I met my partner, Ken, husband now, and he had feng shuied his bedroom for love. We both had been into it. He had books about it from his 20s when he was in his own personal development journey. My clients were into it. Like, were, I was asking them about it. So it all just came together and was like, oh, this is it. Because wow. whatever we're doing on the inside, whatever work we're doing on the inside, our physical environment has to be in alignment with it or it's going to keep holding us back. And when that all came together for me, I was like, whoa, this is big. Um, and we got married. I moved into our, his house. He had his own house. I moved in. <laughs> I was like, this is great. <laughs> great manifesting with that one. Uh, moved in with him. And I thought we would be in Ireland forever. Like we this beautiful house in the countryside in Ireland. I was like, this is it. You know, I'm married. I've got my sound healing. We've got like Ken's got his job. And all of a sudden it was just a kind of a flippant remark of like, where are we going on our honeymoon? And I was like, well, we'd love to go to India for a month and you know, we need more than a month. We need more of this. And then it was like, let's just go. Let's just go. And um, he said to me, I've always wanted to live in a different country. And I was like, oh my God, I've won the lotto with this husband. <laughs> and we both just like, like, both of us went and trained in feng shui and left Ireland and on a journey and moved to Bali and really we're just back visiting Ireland at the moment, but most of the time we're in Bali uh, and we dived into doing feng shui online and it has been the most incredible journey of supporting women really delve into their physical environment and know that sometimes, oftentimes, especially if they find me and they're and like, you know, universe conspires to bring people together, but if they're feeling blocked in their lives and they are on a personal development journey, have you looked at your house? Like what's going on there? What's the story? What's the energy? And um, yeah, it's been a, an amazing journey. 
So going back to just, well, wow, first of all, because a lot of people, I mean, it, it really is a lot of people, especially women that I speak to, they might take a spiritual path, but their husband is in a corporate job or very, you know, black and white job. And so to have this combination and have this team and to find him and he had functioned his house as well. And, and here you are connected and on the same path together, your journey together, your dreams together, which is, I would say is a little interesting and it's, it's wonderful and beautiful. I feel like I keep saying, and I know you say this in your bio, like the eat, pray, love, you know, that moment when you said, I'm going to go to India and you were only going to yoga practice, you know, once a week. When that happened, going back to that moment of just taking you back a little bit, was it like an, was it like a flash of insight? Like, where do you think that came from that you stood up and said, I'm going to India? Like where, where did it just come out of the blue? Did does it did it just feel like an intuitive hit? It literally just came out of my mouth before I knew I had said it. Mm. It was so it was just out of my mouth before I knew. Now, in terms of the yoga, and I think this is part part of it. I remember going to my first yoga class, and interestingly enough, you know, I I always thought like. Oh, when I worked in the business and my family business, um, it was the place that was torturing me. It was a place that I wasn't meant to be and blah, 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 blah. But my first astrologer walked in the door restaurant and got me into astrology. And my first meditation teacher came in there. My first mastermind um, lady came in the door. Like the people came to me. Like I went home and cried on the couch every Friday because my soul was like, what the hell are you doing with your life? But the right people were coming into me and I was taking the action without even knowing it. So the um, the yoga teacher, I'll never forget, I remember exactly him walking in saying to him, I said, are you teaching yoga now? And he said, yes, ask this evening at I said, I'll be there. And he looked at me because my sisters also had told him that they would go to his classes and they'd never showed up. So he just went, oh, she's never going to show up. And I rocked in a bit late, sat on the mat. And he said to me, he said to us in the class, and you know, it was so profound moment for me, this is an hour for you. And the tears rolled down my eyes. And I thought, what's that? I, I've never had an hour for me. I would spent a whole lot know, fulfilling my father's dreams for him, helping everyone. That <laughs> I was like, well, power for myself. The, the, yeah, the tears were in my eyes at the moment of like, wow, this is, this is powerful, whatever I'm doing. And I think that's where my mom saw me um, that night and said, well, you need to leave. And it blurted out because I had touched on something that was special for me. And honestly, I never, you know, I did only go to one class a week, but I never missed a class after that one uh, um, until I left and went to the ashram. So your spirit was really calling you to listen to that and you got a taste of it. And all the people that stepped forward in that sacred space in that yoga studio guided you. And then you felt it just kind of came like, like you said, before you even knew it, it came out of your mouth. So yeah. Sure. Before we kind of like, there's some people that might be listening and have heard the term feng shui. It's it's pretty common. Most people know the term, but can you tell us a little bit or what the meaning is? Because I know people know, like they might say, "Oh, we'll move some furniture around," you know. But can you tell us a little bit deeper about what it is? Because there may be people that really don't understand. Yeah, and and for me, that where um, people look ask me and we're like, well, is it like interior design? I, I, I honestly, I don't mind about interiors. To be honest, about people's homes, I don't care ninety nine percent of the time where your couch is. Um, for me, function your for your home. 
And um, when we look at acupuncture for your home, it's really about getting the chi moving heavily around your home. So it, I was just reading a passage in a book uh, yesterday. I read it and I got this wow moment where I feel like we work functionally with the five elements we are working with the five elements we're bringing in the right elements to balance and harmonize the energy so that your home is connected to the energy of source so the chi is moving an alignment with spirit and that happens because clients end up coming to me they're stuck there's things not move and, and instead of we're working with the energy of their physical body we're working with the energy of the home and your home is has its own personality it has its own energy it has its own frequency and um, like even if you look at a house sometimes you can look at and see you know, look at the house they've got eyes you know the windows are the eyes the front door is the mouth it becomes once you start seeing and you're like oh like the house has ears it's listening to everything it's absorbing everything and the thing about your home is the dense energy so when it's that dense it's harder to um you know, when if you're doing the light work and you're coming into this this energy that has had negative things happen, you know, whatever stories and things that may have happened in the past and previous life, all you know, in the previous um, uh, owners in the house and stories, that can be impacting you in your current state. And as your energy rises, your house can literally kind of start pulling you back. So. For me, I don't really mind about placement of furniture most of the time when people say, oh, it's just like for woo-woo. And, you know, I'm like, no, it's a 5,000-year-old practice. This new corporations around the world, every Whole Foods is feng shui'd. Um, uh, my teacher does all the feng shui, does all the Whole Foods. And so oh, that's so interesting. I, I didn't realize that. So yeah. you're saying Whole Foods, the, the store is feng shui'd. Yeah, and, and wow. they're using it. For many, you know, there's the whole benefits of, first of all, to attract more clients, to have healthy employees, for the food to be good. Like for it's, it's, there's so many different um, reasons for that, but you want to make sure that it's going to be um, and a fundamental translate feng shui. It means good health and good harvest. So good health, is obviously we want to all be happy in our homes. And then good harvest goes back to a being practice. And when farmers had land they planted their food they planted everything and the harvest was where they got their wealth whether they bartered it or fed themselves so it's good health and good wealth essentially and when we when we really think about that deeply uh, we we have so much chaos going on outside the world outside the doors of our home outside of four walls that we have this opportunity to claim our power. It was actually one of my clients who said this today on a call with me. She said, I can claim my power in my environment and use my environment to support me to move forward. And that's where there's, the, you know, we, anything else going on outside, we don't really have control over that, but we do have it in our four, the four walls. So why not optimize it and, and use it to the best of our ability? So Patricia, when someone comes to work with you, do you actually give them, so when you're coaching them, just kind of walk us through that program. So when you're coaching with yeah. uh, another woman, are you coaching her? I know sometimes, is it mostly virtually, sometimes in person? Um, very rarely in person now. I actually have two ways. Um, we have an online program called Feng Shui Mastery that clients can um, the program and we offer bills, you submit all your information plans, lots of different information about your home. Um, 
here it's born your house has a date of birth and really it's kind of like the we create an astrological reading for your home or a reading to say, okay, well, the reason you haven't like attracted your soulmate is because of, there's a blockage with this energy here. The reason that funds or money come in and disappear every day, every time you make money, it's gone again, is because of this. So for me, it's very much about the, um, the solution based. So it's not like, oh my God, your house is jinxed and you have to do this. It's more about, okay, this is how you fix it, um, which is the best part. So it's very solution orientated and people join programs, submit their information, we give them the report and then they work through the online process and I have weekly calls so they can submit photos and Q&A. And what's, what's so beautiful about the online process is that in the past, when I went one-to-one with people, kind of feel a bit like you like here's everything you need to know in this session and they're like oh my god where do I start so we you know um, break it up into like nice size to do every week and, and take action with and unity that's the big part for me because sometimes women are my not main clients and you know they have like husbands who may not be as supportive as you said I'm very lucky to have a husband who's completely on board with whatever mad stuff I do um but they we have this beautiful community of women who are there as cheerleaders to support so it's like they're just on their own it's like you know what group and like here meet all of us we've all done it and here's the answers and here you know if you need a you know a little bit of a nudge or encouragement to get going or to move past the resistance of people in your home that's been the beauty because the the community has blown my mind and um i i don't know if you've done the sacred money archetypes but connector is one of my main um archetypes and i see all my work is like bringing women together and uh, whether it's events or Facebook groups or whatever it is it's like community so that's been a beautiful part of seeing it on the online process and people are like do you do it in person anymore I'm like not really because you'll miss out on this golden opportunity to be part of a beautiful community um, and I do work with some people online one-to-one who are like Patricia just tell me what to do I don't want to watch any videos and that's where we we dive into like a few sessions and I break it down to be like this is what you need to do first then let's come back and do the next thing and the next so right. it's not all in that one batch yeah so it's been a beautiful journey and obviously those people can be part of the community as well and I could see that it could be very overwhelming so just starting out do you know start baby steps to kind of what can I do and give me little pieces to move forward and also if you do have you know a, a partner or someone that's maybe not it's positive or is not involved in this, then, you know, how do you work around that and how do they find the strength? And I think that's probably what you give these women, you give them the strength and also that there's possibility for them to, you know, get unstuck and uh, cope with the change and vision the new things. What, is there anything that you could just generally speaking, and I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but anybody listening, anything small that anybody could do to just change the chi in their home, uh, if they're listening today? Yeah, for sure. So I always start at the front door. This is the mouth of your home. And, you know, even just walking up towards your home and looking at your house and feeling what's going on, like, do your spirits rise or fall? You know, you you know, intuitively, like, oh, is there something here that's, 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 that's affecting me? I've had families or moms contact me or like, Patricia, like, we get on as a family so well. 
outside the house. We walk in and all hell breaks loose. And you're like, okay, so there's a red flag there, you know? So start at your front door, feel into your spirits rising and falling. And then, then kind of that'll be like, okay, well, what do I need to do for this? Do I need to become friends with my home? Do I just take this place for granted? You know, am I bringing in junk in here? Is there clutter? All of that is going to be part of it. But stand at your front door and look at it and really turn on your eyes with a new fresh set of eyes. Like look at the front door. Is it clean? Are there cobwebs at it? You know, I've stood at so many front doors over the years and there's a tattered welcome mat, a broken welcome or sign, the light, the doorbell doesn't work. You know, all these little pieces um, are causing and creating friction for you energetically. So as you step at your front door, like, what can you do today? You can clean your front door. You can literally decide, I am washing away anything negative that has come in here before and I'm just calling in new energy, new positive energy. And I actually had a client yes, literally post in our Facebook group yesterday about the fact she went out and just like redid her front door and blah, 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 blah and then got this amazing offer to be part of a, a huge female business community. And she's like, oh my God, like, oh, I, I did the front door. I'm like, yeah, because it starts there. Because when we talk about chi, it is like our mouth. It's where the energy comes in. So energy sometimes can feel like it's intangible, but it's like money, abundance, clients, opportunities, you know, love, all of that good stuff. So once you get to the front door, make sure it opens easily. You know, like that again is another friction point. Like, are you trying to, is there a struggle? And if there's a resistance to allowing it to be easy, again, that can, you know, and I, I, when I see that with clients, I'm like, oh, is there a struggle here? And they're like, oh my God, yeah. So you just a bit of oil, like it's simple things. And then once you open up your front door, have a look and see what's the first thing you see. Does your, do you feel good when you see that? Like, is it a pile of shoes, a load of coats, like loads of stuff that was meant to go in the garbage? You know, what is it? And then you're like, okay, can I move this stuff? Can I rejig it? Can I get a nice um, box to put the shoes into? Do I need all these coats here? So you create a bit of spaciousness when you come in and you really, that sets your tone for your day when it comes to your, your front entrance. So that's my favorite place to start. And obviously if you, it's not quite the weather for it right now, but like cleaning your windows, you know, your, they're your eyes. So if you can't see, you can't see what's coming at you. You can't see where you're going. You can't, you know, it's, there's that sense of lack of clarity um, is always a nice one as well. I'm going I'm going to try that. Now I have a little uh I have a question for you. So I'm going to do that with my front door, but my front door mm-hmm. is turned. So my front door mm-hmm. you walk up to my stoop, up to my brick pat, you know, patio and you actually have to turn to walk in. So that if you were on the street, my door is not facing out the street. Is that That's okay. Oh, am I doomed? <laughs> no, you're not doomed. And you're not doomed at all. And this is where people hear these weird things online and I'm like, oh, don't, just just like message me or send me. I do a live Q&A every Thursday on my Facebook page that people can submit questions to because I'm like, please just ask me. Like, don't Google it. Like, I'm happy to answer your questions like, because then they think it's like they're jinxed for life. Um, I was it featured an article in Forbes a couple of months ago and another a feng shui expert was in it as well. And I got, I got really upset because I was like, you know, she's like, make sure that your front door doesn't open to see a bathroom. And I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous because it's the amount of people then are going to be like, my feng shui is jinxed because my bathroom is there. And I'm like, there's so many other things that we can do. Like that's an okay comment to sit for me to discuss with someone when I'm looking at their floor plans and we have a pencil and we can move the toilet by like with a, with an eraser, you know, when we look at when it's built like that, you're like, okay, practically this isn't going to change. So what can we do to improve it? And that's, I really kind of want to work from a very practical place of like, this is your house. You don't need to move. We can fix it and we can improve the energy despite 
the toilet being here or despite your bin, your, you know, people are like, where should I put my garbage can? And I'm like, put it where it works and empty it regularly, <laughs> you know? So be mind, like just being mindful that you just, because there's like something that you may have read about feng shui, you're not doomed forever. There's always a lovely, quick, easy way of um, working around it. And that's the beauty of it. You know what? I love that because I love that you're practical and I love that it doesn't feel doomed because I have heard in the past many different things. One about a mirror. You shouldn't have a mirror in your bedroom. It shouldn't be across from your bed. There was something else. I think someone did tell me about my door being turned and it just puts it puts a lot of fear in, in you. Like, okay, like what am I really going to do? Am I going to sell this house? I don't think so. So I love the fact that you're practical and you're working with what is and being able to improve that. So, you know, I appreciate that. And, and I'm sure so many people appreciate that you're, you're grounded and you're realistic and you're approachable as well. Yeah. And it's, I think this is the important thing. It's like, I will never like tell someone that they need to move house. We're, we're really, you know, and people love their homes. Once you create this sanctuary on the internal, you can really have a beautiful life despite what's going on outside. So it's, that's the most important thing for me. And, and, you know, your home has so much power uh, because we spend so much time in it. And it's one of these places that can often be um, underestimated in terms of its potency to support you with calling in your dreams. Um, a lot of people will get nervous if they know that I'm coming to visit or to see, and I'm like, I am not the feng shui police. Like, unless you say to me, do you think this is bad or what can I do better? I'm going to say it to them. But when it comes to your home, it's like, make sure the things you have in it, you love them. Make sure it's cared for. Like if there's things that are broken, that's depleting your energy and it's creating friction in your home. And every part of your home represents a different part of your life. So it could be causing some um, issues in that part of your life as well. So just being more mindful. Uh, the big part for me is, you know, your home, it created like a vision board for your future. Like what are the things you want to call in? What's the life you, what's your life that you want to look like? You know, do you want to live on a beach or do you have pictures of the beach that you want to live by in your home to remind you to anchor that in because you can really use it as this kind of, um, um, uh, jumping board to what you want. And that's the beauty of what I've seen with my clients is when you're working, especially in this realm of like working with your intuition, working with vision, clearing anything from the past and stepping into a new version of yourself, you can bring your home up to that energy level and then it'll support you. It's, it's like creating this beautiful, uh, fertile uh, soil and you plant your dreams in that soil and then they'll grow uh, from there. And yeah, it's been magical. Uh, watching people flourish from that place. I love that. I know we're only touching this, touching the surface, but can you share with the listeners your book, The Happy Home, and then of course where where they can find you? Yeah, for sure. So my book is called The Happy Home. You can find it on Amazon, or actually, if they come to my website, patricialowen.com forward slash book, you'll get access to a manifesting masterclass that I have as well. Um, and the you can come to patricialowen.com. I have tons of little tips for you to use around your home and implement quick ones. Um, and as I said, I do a Facebook Live every Thursday on my Facebook page, just answering questions. And you can come there and submit your question in a Google Doc or a Google form. And I keep moving through them each week. So just, you know, I prefer you to ask an expert as opposed to try and Google it and then be like, oh, be scared. I'm like, no, let's, let's just get, help you in the best possible way. So yeah, that's, that's how people, people can find me. Perfect. And what is your Facebook page one more time? 
Um, so my Facebook page is Patricia Lohan and um, my website is patricialohan.com. Perfect. Nice and easy. I love that. I love when it's easy to find. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, thank you, Patricia. This has been just so insightful. And I am going to just spruce up my front door and know I'm not doomed that it's turned. And um, I just can't wait to just kind of step in a little bit more. I, I've definitely learned something today and I just love connecting with you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. And, you know, this is really um, important work to realize that our environments can really, really, be, really support us once we um, connect with them. So looking forward to supporting you and the rest of the listeners in the future. Have an amazing day. You too. Have a beautiful day. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wasn't that a great conversation with Patricia? Now it's hard to believe that we're getting to the end of the year. I'm only taking four more students in my intuitive coaching development course. I would love to have you there. So if this is something you've been thinking about, there's a link in the show notes to connect with me and let's get on the phone. Let's see if we're a fit. When we develop intuition, it helps us with better decisions, our relationships, we gain clarity, direction, and life is just fun. So let's see if we're a fit. And I hope I hear from you soon. Have a beautiful day. Many blessings.